This podcast is brought to you in part by Collab Media, content created with Christ in mind. To publish your content with Collab Media, visit media.collab.life. Now sit back and enjoy your podcast. You're listening to A Walk in the Word, a weekly devotional podcast designed to help you get through the week. I'm your host, Lawrence Walker. You can follow me on social media at LBWalker33. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. For more information about A Walk in the Word, please visit awalkintheword.show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today's devotional is entitled, The Tithe Belongs to the Lord. It's coming from Leviticus 27 and 30, and it reads, Every tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. The tithe belongs to the Lord. An eight-year-old member of a church left a $5 bill on the pastor's desk with the signed note that read, I have my thieving money. The pastor was perplexed because he couldn't figure out what she meant. Perhaps she'd stolen the money and was now returning it. The following Sunday, he sought clarity from the little girl's father. The pastor mentioned the money, showed him the note, and asked what it meant. Without hesitation, the father said it was her tithe. She obviously had misspelled tithing. As he thought about the misspelling, he realized that for those who do not tithe, they really do have a stash of thieving money, because the Bible suggests the one who refuses to tithe is stealing from God. I rose this morning to remind some and inform others that tithing is not optional. Tithing is a biblical mandate. In Leviticus, which is the third book of the Pentateuch, or first five books of the Bible, we find specific laws for the Levites. Leviticus is the part of God's story where the Israelites are given instructions on how to be holy, how to be truly acceptable to God, and in good relationship with one another, which they cannot achieve without God's provision. The emphasis for the book was to explain proper worship for both priests and non-priests and to expound on God's laws, which includes, but were not limited to, ritualistic cleanliness, the atonement of sins, and vows regarding financial obligations. While the 26th chapter of Leviticus explains God's vow to his people, chapter 27 deals with God's people's vows to him. In the 27th chapter of Leviticus, God speaks through Moses to explain how he wanted the Israelites to honor their vows. The chapter begins with the vows concerning people, vows concerning animals, vows concerning other property, and ends with the redemption of tithes. As we dive into verse 30, we're reminded that every tithe, regardless of its origin, belongs to God. God requested one-tenth of the seed, fruit, and or livestock of the Israelites. If the owner wanted to keep some of the tithe, he or she owned the original amount plus a penalty of a higher percentage. In antiquity, the tithe was a well-established obligation to God. Just like the Israelites devoted the Sabbath entirely to God as a reminder that all their days belonged to him, they tithed their income as a reminder that all of their possessions belonged to God. In the United States of America, the primary source of government funding comes from an involuntary and obligatory contribution called taxes. Taxes, which are monetary levies on goods, services, and income, are imposed on the city, county, state, 
and federal levels. We're taxed on food, gas, groceries, clothing, cars, property, cell phones, entertainment, and even our income. As you well know, before you receive your payroll check, Uncle Sam takes anywhere from 10 to 39% of your hard-earned funds. He does not give you the opportunity to voluntarily make your contribution. The government forcibly takes that money that they did not give you, that they did not earn for you, and then places it in their coffers. These funds are used to pay government employees, build new and enhance old buildings, fix highways and infrastructure, assist low-to-no-income families, and help others in need. In many cases, we, the taxpaying citizens, no longer complain about payroll taxes, which do so many things for the country. But we've come to accept that our wages from our jobs, pensions, annuities, and endowments will be taxed. We do, however, grumble about paying tithes. And while God, our source of strength, life, health, and income, asks for a minimum of 10% of our revenue or yield, many of us ponder about whether or not tithing is necessary and how the funds of the kingdom are being used. Just as the government uses our tax dollars to run programs, your tithes are used for kingdom business. For the sake of clarity, every time you walk into your church, you must recognize that your tithes and offerings are the reasons that the lights come on. Your tithes and offerings are the reason that there is no foreclosure sign on the door. Your gifts are the reason that the improvements and repairs are being made around your church. Your tithes and offerings are the reasons that your church is able to be in the community and run various programs and services for the church and the community. All I'm trying to say is that your tithes and offerings, your gifts, your obligation is being used for kingdom business. And unlike the government, God allows you to be stewards of the financial resources that he has provided for you. God expects you to meet and or exceed your financial obligation by giving a minimum of 10% of your income. In Matthew 22 and 21, a Herodian man asked Jesus whether or not it was lawful to pay taxes to Caesar. Jesus told the man to give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to give to God what belongs to God. In like manner, I suggest you the same. Give to God what belongs to him. I want you to keep in mind that God gave you and I a discount. He could have required a larger percentage of the funds that he entrusted us with, but he merely asked for a minimum of 10%. Simply put, that's 10 cents for every dollar you earn. It seems to me that we're getting off easy considering the fact that everything we have belongs to God. So let's always remember that your time belongs to the Lord. Your talents belong to the Lord and your treasures belong belong to the Lord. With that in mind, I suggest you give God what you owe him because your tithe belongs to the Lord. Thanks for listening to A Walk in the Word. To listen to more episodes, go to awalkintheword.show. Until next week, keep walking in the word. This podcast was brought to you by Collab Media. To hear more amazing episodes, subscribe in your favorite app today. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.